Welcome to Collision Cast, the official podcast of Fender Bender Magazine, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Quartermeyer. In this episode, I'm joined by Sean Guthrie, director of Car Crafters, a New Mexico-based family-owned business with seven locations. In a partnership with Car ADOS, Car Crafters has enhanced and refined its calibrations process across its network, and Sean is here to share some of what the company has learned and where it is headed. To learn more about Car Crafters, head to their website, carcrafters.com. And now, here's my conversation with Sean as he begins with some history on his family's business. Sean Guthrie here uh, with Car Crafters Collision in Albuquerque, in New Mexico, and now we're into Texas. My father, Jim, started the, the business back in 1982, so I've kind of born and raised in this crazy industry and got to see quite a lot of the evolution of it. Uh, for us, we started, uh, my father started in a two-car garage and has moved uh, up to five locations in the Albuquerque market through last year and then last year we joined with a private equity firm and we've grown it into what's now 14 locations through New Mexico and Texas with aspirations to to grow it across the southwest and occupy kind of six or seven states in the southwest region. What we have always done and will continue to do is repair cars correctly and it used to be really quite easy you know make sure you have the right welders and do test welds and you're good to go. And then it became, well, we got to make sure we replace the the airbag systems. And then it's like got to need to make sure that the electrical systems in the engine worked properly and uh, the parking sensors, make sure that you test them when you test the lights and kind of a slow evolution. And then of course, a few years ago, uh, that snowball really started down the hill and now it's a full full on avalanche. And scanning was a, was a hot point, 2000. 15, 16, 17 in there really started to hit the industry and get a louder voice, a voice it really should have had since the early 2000s uh, with with game changers like Aztec and AirPro and, and other scanning solutions, really bringing that to light and getting it in front of the body shop owners and managers as well as the insurance companies. And that really kind of allowed the transition into calibrations to occur with a little bit more timely response to the issues uh, with the advancement of automatic emergency braking and lane keep and pedestrian watch and all the LIDARs and radars and sonars. Uh, you know, it, it was good that at least we had the scanning to kind of break the ice. Uh, but now, as everybody knows, there's so much more to, to the electrical systems and just plugging in and reading the codes or even watching the live data. Uh, but to truly repair the car right, there has to be some some calibrations performed and some proper test drives to verify the proper calibrations. And that's kind of where we're at with the industry now. And I guess that's what we're here to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned you know, an avalanche. I think that's a, kind of a good way to describe it. Um, you know, what are some steps that your business has taken to sort of, you know, um, you're seeing that avalanche build and then, you know, how to weather that um, as it comes down the mountain at you. What are some, um, you know, ways that you've prepared for that and, you know, you continue to um, to handle those new developments that are coming your way? Sure. So back in uh, about 2017, 2018, I joined the CIC Emerging Technology Board, uh, was able to serve as kind of one of the leaders of the board and, and did some presentations with it 
but that was a great resource that I utilized just to understand what was coming. Uh, I've kind of since stepped back from the CIC, but it's still alive and active. And I think that's a great resource that people can use to, to break the ice. Um, you know, I think the next step is, is finding a good partner to help you break into the space. For us, very early on, uh, it was Aztec, and we utilized them with their resources, purchased a bunch of OEM targets, and worked very closely to make sure that we had all the right equipment and in the right space. Uh, recently, we've started working with Car ADAS. Uh, Greg Peters is the, the president there, and they have a, a wealth of knowledge. And what's nice about them is they have a, an onslaught of different solutions uh, depending on kind of what you're looking to do, whether you've got some stuff already or you're looking to start from the very beginning, uh, whether you need it fully automated or you know willing to be a bit more uh, technical savvy and uh, have a longer, more difficult process, but maybe a cheaper uh, beginning into the space. Some things to consider is it's not just it's not just buying a scan tool. It's buying a scan tool and the targets. Well, then you've got to properly utilize the targets. You know, the the calibration space is starting to get a little bit of a reputation that it's easy. We've got glass companies who will do it in the parking lot after they replace a windshield. We've got sublet vendors that have a van that'll drive to your location and do it in your parking lot. But like anything, uh, anybody can weld a quarter panel on and it can look great. That doesn't necessarily mean you welded it on properly and you didn't and use the right tools. So you've got to look at the repair procedure. They're all going to talk about the space requirements, a level floor, a solid color floor, a open space. You know, 30 by 50 is kind of the space that'll that'll fit any and all calibrations. Some calibrations can be done in a, a smaller space than that, but that, that makes sure you can do them all uh, a high enough ceiling. Uh, walls that are all one color, nothing hanging on the walls. Because the cameras are, while they're going to look at the target during that calibration, it's just like our eyes. We focus on one point, but we still see everything around us. That camera can see all the stuff around them as well. And if it gets fooled into thinking it should look at more than just that one solid spot to do the calibration, now your calibration is going to be off. And unfortunately, unlike welding that quarter panel on where it's obvious i put this quarter panel in the wrong spot my door gaps off if you do a calibration it's going to give you the green light the calibration's completed and you don't know that it was done incorrectly there's no visual clue when that calibration is done that it was done right or wrong uh, that's why once the calibration is performed the test drive is critical unfortunately we're going to take that car around the block we're going to give it a a very solid, thorough test drive, but you're still not going to put yourself in every circumstance that car is going to be in. You might drive next to a few cars, but it might not be at rush hour. You're going to drive around some windy roads, but maybe not a backcountry road. You're going to see some roads with good lines and some roads without, but not a snow-covered road potentially. And those are all things that a properly calibrated camera knows how to deal with and is going to deal with properly versus an improperly calibrated camera. Uh, so again, a thorough test drive is great, but it's never 100%. So we have to make sure we follow the repair procedures. And it's not just measuring how many centimeters out in front of the car and how high that target is and what target to use. It's the full aspect of 
where that car gets calibrated and the environment that it gets calibrated in. So when working with a partner like CarADOS, is that really allowed you to, um, you know, fine tune some of these processes? You mentioned the resources that are out there to get the information, get the documentation, but it's kind of that next step, you know, working with a partner like that to kind of like, you know, hone in those processes. So you're making, you know, you're, you're hitting all of those targets that you just talked about. Yeah, I think it's extremely important to have a good partner and not just someone that you can buy the targets from, but someone that can take you from start to finish. So with Car ADAS, for example, they look at the space with us. They analyze what's currently there. The last shop we set up was in Amarillo, Texas. Uh, we identified the floor wasn't perfectly level. They helped us get it leveled. We identified that the lighting was good, but it was actually too bright and it was going to cast shadows and reflections that were going to disturb the calibration. So they helped us pick out the proper lighting. Uh, they helped us pick out the proper floor color, the proper wall color. And it's all stuff that over time, our experience might allow us to accomplish as effectively, but they're setting up calibration centers monthly uh, versus maybe yearly. Maybe for some shop owners, they're going to set it up one time and that's it. So a proper partner that's seen bunch of different issues and circumstances can help you very quickly get all of those problems identified and fixed before they ever cause a problem with the calibration. So that's where a good partner helps. The other area is if you've never done a calibration, you don't know the right way or the wrong way to do it. Or if you've done a calibration perhaps on manufacturer A, but you've never done it on manufacturer B, you're going to assume that there's a lot of things that are that are the same, and there are. But there's also some differences. So a, a partner will help you throughout that calibration process. With Car ADAS, they look at our photos that we're taking through the calibration. Did we set it up properly? Did we do all of the, the weight and balance checks? Did we check the fuel level? Did we check the tire level? Did we remove the customer's personal belongings out of the trunk? Because I'm not at every shop every day. I know a lot of shop owners aren't at every shop every day. We all want to fix the car right. Our technicians want to fix the car right. But sometimes they get busy and they're going to forget to do something. They're not going to follow a checklist. So having a partner to just look over your shoulder, verify the checklist is followed every single time, verify that those calibrations are performed properly every single time and put that second or third set of eyes on it. That's really critical because this is a huge safety issue. It's a huge liability. It's no different than welding on a frame rail wrong. If that car could have avoided that crash altogether and it didn't because we calibrated it wrong, that might be a higher liability than if we welded the frame rail in wrong. So it's it's all about making sure we do the car repair properly and having every resource we can to make sure that that gets done every time. And I would expect this partnership also gives you some, you know, continued maintenance and some, you know, updates because, you know, this stuff can change, you know, pretty quickly. We've already seen it change so much over the last few years. So is that kind of, you know, part of it too, where you're staying up to date on these? Absolutely. After you've made an investment in the the base platform, you know, rather that's a, uh, gosh, there's, uh, there's three, four, five different manufacturers now that all have some sort of a, an initial entry into the space and help you with the calibration process and they come with a set of targets past that it's great to have a partner to know which targets 
from those aftermarket manufacturers are great to use and not. And we need to use OEM targets. Um, which manufacturers, OEM or aftermarket, have updated their software or their hardware, the new targets, that new car comes out, you might need two or three things. And if you don't know about them, then you're going to wait until you get that car in your stall. And then all of a sudden, oh, now we need to order more equipment. Now that car's got to sit. Now we have a cycle time issue. Now we're paying rental. Or we try to calibrate it with old equipment, and it's a bad calibration. Now we have a liability again. So with Car ADAS, they're constantly seeing the new that comes out. That could be a, a new, quicker, better way to do something, or it could be a new target that we need to purchase. Because I want to still be able to calibrate every car for manufacturer A because I've made that initial investment and everything else. So that $100 target is well worth purchasing. They can help us make sure we get those those products purchased and be ready to calibrate everything from that manufacturer from day one. So now that you've, you know, your company is so experienced with with doing these calibrations, um, you know, we've touched on a few of them, but I guess what is like your overall, you know, takeaways from um, having progressed with doing calibrations over a number of years? You know, what are the some of the learnings that you've taken from that? And, you know, the things that you've identified that going forward, you have to, you know, keep a really close eye on. I think with calibrations, it's it's no different than all other aspects of our industry. Constant training is is crucial. New technologies come out, new ways of doing things come out. The way we fixed that car yesterday, the way we welded that quarter panel or bedside on yesterday may not be the way we do it today, even on the exact same year make and model. Uh, so that's one thing you've got to be diligent about is always pulling repair procedures. That's a huge struggle. Uh, technicians, they're hard to come by. This is not something that is new. Uh, shop owners are facing it. They've always faced it, but they're facing it immensely more now. Uh, other body shops want to come in and, and still your your people, and now you've got to train somebody new. That's a huge hurdle that that we've got to overcome. Um, and we we have to keep finding ways to generate additional revenue and additional profit. It's it's harder and harder to make the same amount of money today as we did yesterday. And it, with all that said, the key is still fixing the car properly. So having a partner that can help you with that uh, is very important. We all want to grow in some form or fashion. That could be additional locations. That could be additional insurance companies or additional OEM certifications. And being able to make that step and make it clean and efficiently is very important going forward. Excellent. Sean, any um, final thoughts, any th other things you'd want to leave uh, listeners out there um, with as, as far as this topic goes? No, I think it's great that we continue to talk about it as an industry. This industry has got some really phenomenal operators, technicians, managers, advisors, and we need to keep changing the perception, right? I think we are better today than we were five or 10 years ago where people want to think we're just uh, still using the fence post out back and the chain to pull the car and slap some Bondo on it and ship it out. It's important that we continue to evolve this industry and, and make the public aware that we are professionals. Our technicians are just as good as a doctor. 
they have just as much training and they require just as much attention to detail because we do have that liability and it's important that we as owners accept that and continue to improve, continue to give the public reason to have more confidence in us every day. Excellent. Sean Guthrie, Director of Car Crafters in New Mexico. Thank you so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Todd.